Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with Science and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. Simon here, Laura there. Hello. This is episode 168 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life, the podcast about relationships, family, moving, flitting. Being international. Life. <laughs> this and that. Yeah. Um, it's Tuesday. My dongles just fell through bench. It's Tuesday, what's uh, 26th of September. And it's three o'clock in the afternoon. We're in Hyde Park again, which is where we recorded the last one. About yeah. Well, remarkably, the weather, again, is lovely. Lovely. Um, we're just on our way to pick up the tiny terrorist from her theatre school and uh, yeah the weather I mean it's been chilly it's not rained much but it has been chilly today 23 degrees where we are now which nice we all sat in a t-shirt yeah and you're not in a jumper which for you is a biggie <laughs> but it's lovely isn't it it's not it has been cold you know what I was thinking today we could probably put bikini I've got one underneath. I was thinking. I saw someone walk past me yesterday in a bikini, and it yesterday was, was yesterday. yeah much colder. But she had a bikini on and like in little shorts, and I'm like, no, nah, that's. Well, I'm hoping because it is it's gone windy. Yeah. Um, well, we've sat, got the hairy muffs on the. I was going to say, I'm hoping your little muff is doing its <laughs> job. <laughs> it's about time it did. Um. I got the hairy muff joke in first. No, no. We're <laughs> building up to it. <laughs> you killed it. So yeah, it's been 
When did we record the last one? This is all stuff I should have written down. We recorded the last one, 14th of September. So... We're a bit delayed again. 12 days. Yeah. And again, how long ago does that seem? I know I keep saying this on these bloody podcasts. We were sat over there next to, with all the squirrels and everything. How long ago does that seem that we recorded? Yeah. Um, First thing I've got written down in my little podcast notebook is weather. And when I took this note, I wrote down that it rained for nine hours. Ah, there was one day. day. There was one day, wasn't there, where it rained and there was a tiny little power cut. Do you remember those days? Yes. And it was... (laughs) It was blamed on Hurricane Leon Nigel. Who were they? Who the fuck is naming the hurricanes these days? They've got to have better names than that. Like Hurricane Aurora. I mean, who do they name them after? I don't know. I don't know. Is there a guy that goes, uh-huh, Somebody will know. Today, don't there's going to be a hurricane us. and his name's Nigel. Yeah. Don't. Well, I heard they did it alphabetically. Yes. But that can't be right if it's Leon then Nigel. Um... Something else I've got written down here. Go on. Oh, it's back to that power cut, though. Because wasn't the power cut in the middle of the night? <laughs> and honey... Well, you have your headphones in. So I sleep with my headphones so in. And if, if you slept next to Laura, you'd sleep with your headphones in. <laughs> now you're just coming out of every orifice. Yeah, all right. Farts, queefs, yeah, yeah. snoring. You're that I'm age. awake most of the night. Anyway, anyway. I, get a, I get a text from honey... Uh, so honey goes to university on saturday by the way she's still with us yeah so she messaged me and she's like the printer has just started printing i'm so scared (laughs) (laughs) so i'm giggling to myself because literally as she's typing that the uh air humidifier goes beep so it's obviously turned off and on the the lamp comes on yeah everything in the room's like off and on so i thought ah the and it was. Just gone off and come back it was on a again. proper thunderstorm as well, wasn't it? it was, yeah. It was, you know, when thunder cracks. Yeah. So thunder makes the noise that you expect lightning to make, like proper cracking thunder. Well, then she said, uh, "It's now typing something. It's now printing something. I'm too scared to go and read what it says." <laughs> so she's, <laughs> she's imagining like, "I'm going to get you." But then, the evil in me thought. I'm going to do that one night, send a message to the printer yeah. with a message. <laughs> Is that really wrong? <laughs> yeah. I lived here before. Look at that. A woman's just cycled past with three plant pots on her head, like a hat. Yeah. Like well, a top hat made out of plant pots. Like it's the most normal thing in the world. So we're sat right next to you. We're in Mayfair, the bit where sat. That's Mayfair behind us. So you've got the traffic heading up to Speaker's Corner. But we're also sat on the path where the cyclists come past. So you'll occasionally hear cyclists coming past us. So the other thing I've got written down is we went... The rain was so bad that I took the car to pick Betsy Pearl up from school. Again, this seems like forever ago. Yeah, and we did a little test run with the car. And now, Betsy Pearl School's in Westminster, in the city of Westminster, which is right on the edge of the what's it called congestion zone mm, yes there's ULES ULES <laughs> how much fun must kids be having with that at school ULES we get years out of that yeah anyway there's the ULES which we're alright because our car's new enough to not count 
And then there's the congestion zone, which is right the centre of London, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's expensive to drive. Yeah, in. if you if you if you're doing that daily, then you you've got plenty of money. So we drove, and Betsy School is not far from Edgware Road, just up from Hyde Park where we are now. And you can drive down Edgware Road because that's the edge of the congestion zone. Right. So we drove down, but then we drove back. And it was, a, remember, it was a proper raining. But the drive back took us through some absolutely incredible places. We drove past Abbey Road, the not the road, <laughs> the, the, the bleeding crossing. studio and the crossing. The crossing, yeah. You think, I mean, you think this is my autism, don't well, you? Well, I've got to be honest. Like, as you're saying it now, I'm like... Don't start fucking going on about maps, Simon. Oh, it's just... I like looking out the window, right? And I like seeing things. But you'll go, look at that, look at that. And then I'm thinking, you should be looking at the road right now. Or you'll come back, or you'll, we'll come back from a walk in the woods, or we'll come back, you'll come back from a cycle, or we'll come back from a drive, and you'll get Google Maps out, and you'll start explaining to me where we've been. Like, A, I don't care, but B, I can't, you have this little map in your head, and I don't. I have the worst sense of direction. So you saying to me, right, so that here we are, and then we're going around this way, and we've been there, and, and there, that's where we saw that water fountain. Or I, I, I just don't have that same thing that it you have. It excites me so much. Oh, my God, I know. It's driving me mad. Do you think I could be a taxi driver? You, yeah, postman, taxi driver. What about one of them fake driver? taxi drivers? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hashtag. We drove back. Abbey Road, yeah. Belsize Park, which were dead nice, nice houses and everything, Hampstead, Highgate, yeah. and then up in front of Ali Pali, Alexandra Palace, back to our house. Yeah, I mean... What a lush drive. But again, I think it is that thing of being in London. Like we said, we've said previously that you literally can be on this really rough-looking road and then next minute you see a beautiful park and then you'll see these gorgeous mansions. It's just... It's so bizarre... Yeah, it, it, and that genuinely, um, that's what I've loved so far about living here. The, just the, the different things that you're seeing constantly. Um, we've both been writing CVs, mm. curriculum VTs. Yes, that's depressing. In it, yeah. Actually, mine for the last twenty years is a decent CV. Oh no, it's not that. I don't like to go any further back than that. I, I, it's <laughs> Twenty-five just... years. It makes, like today, I've got, I think, what's the uh, job site, Indeed. Yeah. And I have, like, pop-ups come up for it. And every single one in our areas, apprentice wanted, apprentice wanted. Well, obviously, we're not apprentices. You know, no. we, it, this is the trouble. It's like finding people. They want people that are young and sprightly. That's that's where you and I are going to struggle. That you know, I think if we could get in somewhere and show them, you know, that yeah. we're hard workers, it, it's a different story. But uh, but yeah, it's um, it's a bugger because we need to get jobs soon. I think <laughs> just a little bit. Um, we've um, been training Charlie, our dog, the French bulldog, the excrement factory. Yeah, he's uh, and he's actually hats off to him because he's thick as pig shit. That dog. <laughs> but hats off to him he's actually been really good we've had the clicker 
I mean, I, I want to say it's me that's largely responsible for training him. Yeah. Police are coming past in a big van now. He's driving across. You oh, can't oh. drive across grass. Oh. Is he going to get him? Oh, whoa, Yeah, because he's not supposed to be oh. cycling. No, oh. oh. he They're doesn't chasing know. chasing a cyclist. <laughs> but that guy doesn't know. He just, he's just happily, merrily going along. He's getting towed off. They're oh. beating him up. No, they're not. Gosh. But he's getting towed off. Oh, poor guy, just happily, merrily... Do you know if you don't know? Yeah. Anyway, Charlie, I've got me... I've become one of them... You're going to hear the word wanker a lot on this podcast. Oh, really? I've become a dog wanker, and I don't mean I wank off dogs. <laughs> <laughs> what oh I mean God. is... Oh, my God. Because your mum's a dog wanker. Uh, you know, she's right into them. Again, likes yeah, yeah. walking well, dogs. Well, look, I think it's clear Not- what I mean. Um, I'm going out now with... A hip bag yeah. with snacks in, and the hip bag's got a pocket for poo bags. Yeah. And I've got my clicker on my wrist. And the other day, Charlie had on what I can only describe as a fucking Sherlock Holmes outfit. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw him coming towards me at Woods, I'd be like, look at this dog wanker, right? Yeah. However, the attention. If I was a single man... Well, you did say, that's it, I'm going to be putting his jacket on every time I come out now. Big time. It's, it's embarrassing. I'll tell you the only thing about putting the jacket on him is, you fasten the Velcro around his neck yeah. for his little fleecy Sherlock Holmes, whatever it is, cape. Yeah. And then when you fasten it under his middle... You can't he, help but touch his penis. Well, he likes to... And sometimes he's so excited about the walk, he likes to pop his little lipstick out and yeah. feeling his wet lipstick on your it's arm. It's not nice. I mean... Well, I, I did think we need to get some wet wipes. I have been tempted to cut my own arm off when it's touched his little pink lipstick. Yeah, it's not a nice <laughs> feeling when you accidentally touch his little lipstick. But yeah, some wet wipes. So I, Because this is the other thing. Um, everyone is really hot on picking up dog poo in London, which yeah. I think is brilliant. Like even, even in the woods and everything, you yeah. can't leave it. So you have to pick it up. Um, but I have that thing that the bag is not enough. Um, well, you don't believe... You believe that the bag is still porous. And just, I don't think it is. Because I can feel it. You know, I can feel that squidginess through the bag. So, I, yeah. Can you, so, can you add that into your, your little backpack Dog thing? wanker bag. <coughs> Excuse me. I can. I'd say that's where your mum is more, <laughs> probably more of a dog wanker than we are. I bet your mum, Gayle, she, uh, she's all over the dog lipstick. I bet she don't mind it at all. Although she's ne- when I told her that I'd done Charlie's anal glands, she she's never done that before. I would say sticking your finger up a dog's arse is taking it a step too far. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't believe you. Oh well. Well, considering every time. Try everything once. Every time his lipstick pops out, our entire <laughs> family starts going <laughs> wherever we are. Betsy loves pointing it out. Yeah. Charlie's lipstick's out. <laughs> 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 How on earth are we talking about that? So, he's been off his lead yeah. about four or five times now and he has been a little diamond. But what he does is he'll sometimes run away. Yeah. I give the little clicker a quick click yeah, like that and his ears go up and he's just like, what? Yeah. And he comes back and he gets a little treat well, every time. Now, I thought these clickers, I thought like all dogs would be you know like no dog reacts no, no to the other dog reacts it's so bizarre no and the other thing that happened yesterday when we were on the dog walk a woman had a whistle she was like you did your clicker and she did an actual like PE whistle she had a proper whistle yeah 
she was like trying to outdo your clicker. She was a dog wanker. She was, she was. But then also, Charlie's got, like you said, he's got a type. And oh, God. <laughs> no, it wasn't her dog. No, it wasn't actually. You're right. It was a young couple. And when we were in Dubai, we went to the dog park a few times. In our neighbourhood, there was a dog park which looked like the size of about four tennis courts. Yeah. It had AstroTurf. Yeah. And, a, and some tricks, what do you call it, like Cruft's tricks for the dogs to do, Little like seesaws course. and stuff. Yeah. And it's the first time we've ever let Charlie off the lead well, in Dubai. Was, it was one of the only places that I knew of where you could let dogs free off their leads. And uh, there was all different types of dogs, weren't there? In, in oh, every type. But for some reason, every time we went in, he went towards the, like, like Labradors or Golden Retriever type looking dogs. Reminder, he's a French bulldog. Yeah. So he's little, they're big, but, but like, there was. Well, other, trying to fuck them. Oh, there was other big dogs, but they were his type. That's it. And then yesterday we were in the, on this like, Ali Pali path. Down underneath Alexandra Palace, yeah. Yeah. A lot of dogs kicking Loads about. Loads of dogs. Dogs his size, same breed of dogs. Dogs smaller than him, big dogs. Then comes along somebody with a golden retriever. What does yeah. he do? Straight on its back. Yeah, D- jumping on it and. Like the couple are trying to get him off, he's not giving up. We we literally had to run over and. I'm, I'm banging clicker like <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> clicker didn't work that time, did it? Well, it won't work for me at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if someone were rustling a Burger King bag, <laughs> and I was normally I'm straight there. That's rubbish. If but you if, if you were if you were if we were in the business like halfway through and someone said, Simon, I've got a curry for you downstairs, you'd be like. We'll finish later, Don't Laura. you move. <laughs> He's just... <laughs> so, yeah, the clicker would work for you. <laughs> so, in other news... Oh, there's some horses. You're going to get the clippity-clop of some horses. This is London. This is what goes on in London. <laughs> anyway, I've got a foldy bike now. Yeah. Which makes me a London wanker. I said you'd be in the word wanker a lot. Yeah. Proper London wankers have foldy bikes, you know. Although these London wankers have got horses in yeah. their park, which is mental. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not police horses no, like no, you'd no, expect no. in that's London. Just, let's go through that's a ride. That's just a couple of horsey posh West End Mayfair types yeah. on horses riding around Hyde Park. As you do. So, yeah, I got a foldy bike. There was a bit of tension between you and I when I said I were getting one. Yeah. Even though I've been laying the, I've been laying the oh, foundations for have. four months. The minute we decided to come back to London, I'm like, I'm getting a London wanker foldy bike. Yeah. Every anyway. time we've been in a sports shop, we've been looking at bikes, folding bikes. So. I've not told you this because I've saved it for podcast. Right. But when I went to get the foldy bike, I got it second hand. I didn't buy a new one. And I didn't get a Brompton because even though I wanted one, and you know me, I do like, when I buy gadgets, I like the best one. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Yeah. So anyway, I got this woman on Facebook Marketplace and she said I could have it. Yeah. But she said she were away, but her brother-in-law could come and pick it up from their shed or whatever and I could go and get it. Okay. But the evening, she never messaged me back saying, she sent me the address and I said, what time shall I come? And she never messaged me back. Anyway, she were expecting me there at 7pm. Okay. I went and it judging by the map it was about 40 minutes from our house uh, in a place called Ware which I'd never heard of so I'm driving Where? in yeah <laughs> I'm driving in dark to get there 
Anyway, 15 minutes from there, she messaged me back and said, you can't come now. He's got a young child. It's too late. You should have been there earlier. Oh, oh. And I'm driving, and I'm trying to message, because I know you're not supposed to do this. I'm messaging, I'm saying, please, I've driven. I've been in car for 40 minutes. I'm 15 minutes away. And I literally had to beg her. And she's like saying, where are you exactly now? And I'm in the middle of the countryside in pitch black. I'm like, I don't know where I am, but I am close. I promise you it's saying I'm 10 minutes away. So anyway, I had this whole palaver. I almost didn't get it. And I'm so glad I did. Because you've got to admit, now I've got it. I am Oh, it. no, it's great. It's, you know, and, I, and I'm surprised. The weird thing is, like today, you got back... Um, I think I got back quicker than train. Quicker than the tube, yeah. Which is... And it's the same kind of distance, isn't it? So well, it's, it's exactly the same kind of distance, Laura. No, it's, I, it's, it's clearly, no, 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 no. Well, you're not going along the tube line, are you? you no. So don't be a, Would you like to know where I am going? Don't be a wanker. <laughs> Would you like to know where I am going? Because I know exactly No, where I, I don't. Anyway, so here's what I do. I fold my little bike up. Yeah. And uh, I, I get my hard helmet. And I take Betsy to school in the morning on the train. And I take it, you're allowed to take your foldy London wanker bike on the tube. You can't take, like, my road bike that I've got. Yeah. Which is why I need two bikes. You can't take that on the tube. Anyway. I tell you what, though, I, I, there's a lot of people that don't wear helmets. And I, I yeah, cannot loads believe of people don't. in London people not aren't wearing helmets. So that's what I do in the morning now. Why the weather's like this, yeah. I don't I think I'd do it in rain. I'm proud of you. And, and, you know, we've been walking Charlie a lot. You've been cycling. We cannot afford takeaways anymore. So no. we are, you know, health-wise, we should be doing a lot better. I hope so. I really do. I really want to get in shape. Anyway, that's the foldy bike. I'm do- I've done three rides home now. Yeah. It's about 10, I think it's 10 kilometres or 10 miles. I'm not sure which it is. Yeah, it might be 10 miles. Right. Judging by how long it takes me to get home. So, yeah. I can see what it says next, and we're not talking about that, surely. <laughs> it says, first time we've been alone in the house. Yeah, let's not. And then it says, clicker training. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, we have not had any time alone. No. No. Well. The first time we were in that house, on own, it's been like a red rag to a bull to you, it. isn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of genitals, yeah, we got told off the other night, you more than me. So we play a lot of games with the family, don't we? Yeah, drawing ones. And we've got some apps where they're like drawing games and you've got to finish the picture. Yeah. So we're playing this game on the phone the other day. It's called Gartic Phone. If you know it or if you don't know it, Google it because it's a great game it to play with game. your kids. It's a web-based game, so anybody can play it and you all play together. One of you starts drawing... And then the drawing gets sent to the next person to finish off. So we played it the other day. And, and it's too easy, isn't it? Like, it's too easy to, to go there, so... Whatever anybody draws, you draw a cock. No, no, not me. Not me. We. Now, for some reason, Betsy Pearl thinks this is the funniest thing in the world. But honey, 18, takes it badly. <laughs> she went, Mum! You are obsessed with penises! <laughs> 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, she is. No, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. No, I'm not. You right. are. You drew two. Right. So the, the point of the game was to draw something you and then to, you had to finish it off. It you was drew, called you some... Drew, that was a bag. That one and Laura. <laughs> that one and Laura. You drew two balls and an arse crack. Right, I didn't. Yes, you know you did. I drew did. what could be interpreted as two halves of a broken heart. Yes. That, not, nothing like a broken heart. I <laughs> drew what looked like... Um, it could have been a test tube. It, it had no... It was a cock. No, it had no detail on it at all. Yeah, because somebody else had to finish it off. Exactly. So, it, you know... Anyway, you finished the kids' drawings off and made them into penises. No. There was a, a, a male on there as well with no nothing on, so I finished that one off. But, yeah, well, what can I say? I also got into trouble because we've got a, um, what do you call the, not diffusers, what the, the reed, they're called reed diffusers? The ones, the, the ones with the sticks in? Yeah. I totally don't believe in them. No, I, well, this one does smell. I can't smell it them does smell. anywhere. But, I can smell them if I dip my fingers in But you know the ones top. where you have the oil and the sticks coming out? Yeah, and there's about eight sticks in top that look like chopsticks. Yeah, and it's a little bottle of perfume. Exactly, and I bought one that I think is quite decorative. Like, I, it's oh, hold on, now I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, I don't like going into someone's house and they've got sexy stuff. But this is not sexy though. I no, don't... but do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a statue of a naked woman in a pose. I don't mean filthy, but like arty, like, you know, art deco sometimes like that, innit? Yeah, well, I, I, I do kind of like that stuff, but, but, but minimal, but... I love the real thing, <laughs> but I'm not too bothered about the pictures and the statues. But I like, I do quite like the body statues, but anyway, it's, it's a diffuser in the shape of a woman's body. Torso. Yeah, and I, I quite, I, it's just plain, like, there's no detail, as in, like, it's just white. Yeah. I think it's quite arty. Um, you put the diffuser sticks in her neck. She's yeah. just like being decapitated. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got the boobs and the bum. And Very I, well proportioned. I like it the booby way. It? And then Betsy, the other day, we had... My your, auntie Stella came Your round. auntie round. And Betsy got really embarrassed, apparently. And she said she had to slyly go over to the piano and turn round the... the diffuser or whatever it's called and put it the bum way She's so like, the bum was facing the living room not the boobies yeah and she said can we please not have it the, the boob way it's so embarrassing I, I, like I didn't realise it was such a thing like 
I, and then Honey said the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's much better the bomb way. And I'm like, right, okay. I really hope these this muffs are working because there's some. Uh, this is nothing to do with the diffuser. It's the. It's really strong wind just then. <laughs> um, let's talk celeb spotting. I've, I've got eight, but a couple we can't mention. All right. There's a couple we can't mention because we're going to do a celebrity school, <laughs> so we can't mention them. But they're pretty good. Yeah, I mean. So let's run through. We've met, we, we might have mentioned some of these before. Yeah. We've had Michelle Collins. Cindy off EastEnders. Yeah. We mentioned her last time. Vicky Michelle. Vicky Michelle off Hello. So her twice in one day. Yeah. We've got John Tarode and Lisa Faulkner. The. He's off MasterChef. She was in. Was she in Ollie Oaks and EastEnders or something? Oh, I don't know. She's. I don't know. She's a presenter. You no, know, anyway. But she, um, they were getting on. They live up road from us. Yeah, they were getting on our tube station. Yeah. Paul Tomlinson. Tonkinson. Tonk. Did I say? Paul Tonkinson, the yeah. stand-up comedian, who's, I would say, semi-celebrity friend because you've met. I've him. known him for twenty years on and off. Yeah. Um, I did a gig with him up in Newcastle when I still lived here before. And then he's been out to Dubai about four or five times. He supported Michael McIntyre. Yeah. It was so funny when he supported Michael McIntyre, remember? Yeah. And I've interviewed him every time, so we've kind of got to know each other. Yeah. And then we were walking dog the other day in, um, in a wood near us. And I, I'd been off picking up dog poo or something. Our dog, not yeah. just a random. And you were like, I think Paul Tonkinson's just run past us a couple yeah. of times. So I messaged him and I said, I'm not stalking you. We've moved back to England from Dubai. Did you run past us? And he said, yeah. Yeah. So he lives down the road from us. And then the last one, most recent one. Oh, this is a good one. Well, we, shall we say where we went first? Yeah, we, well, we went up to Hackney. And now, in my mind, I don't know why, I expected Hackney to be quite... EastEnders. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Rough. Yeah, a bit rough. EastEnders. But actually, it was. Um, it felt a bit like Camden. Like I hate you, saying this word, but it's been gentrified. Yeah. That's where a dog shit area gets picked up by young hipster types. Well, it, and it felt like that. It felt really it's vibrant. to Brooklyn. The squirrel behind us, Laura. Little squirrels jumping around behind us. Aww. Love the squirrels. Yeah, so we went to Hackney because we'd gone to the Big London Flea. Yes. There's a flea market in an old cinema. And a <laughs> um, bunch of knobheads just come past on the bikes. Children. Teenagers being dickheads, ringing the bells all the way. Anyway, we get to the big London flea. In fact, we didn't even get to it. We get about six streets away from it. Yeah. And suddenly, there's odds and sods of people queuing up, up and down roads. With trolleys. Trolleys, nanan trolleys, yeah. and pensioner trolleys. They're all carrying 1970s lamps, 1930s chairs. Yeah. And they all look like... Remember that TV show, Girls? Yeah. Lena Dunham's TV show. Yeah, yeah. Remember what a bunch of fucking oddballs they all look like Well, they look just like look like, like a bunch of students, didn't they? Student hipsters. A woman had a full leather Adidas tracksuit on. <laughs> she looked like a settee with Adidas stripes on. Anyway, we're going, this can't be the queue for a flea market. Yeah. Because normally flea markets, it's well, open-door policy. Yeah. Well, sure enough, it was... And we're like, we're not getting in there. No way. God knows what it must be like inside if there's that many people waiting to get in. No, it must be good. I saw people coming out with bubble lamps, with old telephone tables. But then luckily, this is another thing. Listen to this. 
That's something else you get in London. Blokes riding about carrying PA speakers on the <laughs> bloody mountain bikes. How rude. I like it. Anyway, so we're disappointed that we can't get in the flea market. Yeah. But then, just as we're starting to drive home, we see a car boot sale. Car boot sale, and you love a car boot? It was a good car boot sale. Quid each to get in. Yeah. And we got in, and we were about an hour before it shut. When when everybody wants to get rid of everything. So everyone starts going like, anything a pound, anything a pound, tell you what you want for a pound. A pound. A pound. Well, I have a new obsession. Well, it's not, do you know what? It's been an obsession of mine since the 1990s. Right? Yeah. Perhaps since I worked on Cape Cod, where it was a thing. Go in on. In the States. And it's raincoats. You know the yellow raincoats? Yeah. They tend to be yellow, and they're not wetsuit material, and they're not cagoule material. They're like a soft material. Yeah. And inside, they tend to be stripy, like a Breton stripe, yeah. like a blue and white stripe. I know, yeah. Right, I am obsessed with these. I think it makes a woman go up by three points in attractiveness if she's wearing one. Well, so I've been trying to get you one. I don't... Thanks. <laughs> I've been trying to get you two. <laughs> yeah, but when you point these women out, like, oh, look, I'm thinking... So are you telling me you fancy the woman or... I fancy the jacket. Yeah, I just... I don't, they don't so anyway, do it for me. I see one the other day. Yeah. And I bartered the guy down to £5. And you try it on and it's not far off fitting you. So I get it for £5. We've decided now that it's going to be for Betsy Pearl. So I've still got to get you one. Yeah. And then a couple <laughs> of stalls down, there's another one. And it's still got the tags on. Yeah. And I said to the guy, how much is this? And he goes, well, it cost me £200. And I'm like, did it? Did it cost yeah. you £200? Yeah. And then you Google it. And right enough, yeah. £198, this jacket. It's a men's XL. So I put it on. And I try and judge your eyes. <laughs> I'm... Because I want to know. No, it looked nice on you. It looked nice. But then he wa- he went down to 50, 50 and I was like... For a nah. 200 quid jacket, which is not bad Would, with yeah. the tags on. But if... And again, I think if, if we were in a situation where we had money, then it would be different. But I we was like, money. car boot sale, that's not car boot sale price. And I said to him, I want it. And he's like, no. And he was a nice guy. Yeah. But he looked I- like the lead singer of Cake. Google it if you want to know what I'm talking about. Anyway, we do a lap. I almost buy a digital radio for £5, a dab radio. I almost buy you a handbag, which I bartered the lady down to £7. She won't go to £5. No. And the strap-on was too long. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't get it. Yeah, I can't, out of principle, I didn't want to get it once. She, she just want. She, she, she was quite gonna... nasty about it, weren't she? Yeah. Anyway, then I go back towards the end to the man with the yellow jacket, which I'm obsessed with. And... I talk him down to £25. £25, quid, yeah. And it, and it was brand It is brand new. Now, if you're in Britain now, this might be something that you're aware of. But I car boot sales for me, you have a pocket full of money, don't you? Yep. And you buy it with your coins. Yeah. I see this guy, I've only got £10 on me in cash. Yeah. And he's lucky I had that. And he said, oh, well, you can do a bank transfer. I said, what? And I literally did a bank transfer for £25 to his phone there and then. At the car boot. That's mad, eh? That is a crazy thing to happen, right? So now, and I haven't had a chance to wear it yet, 
So now, you, now you've got your jacket, your foldy bike. I've got a lot. You've not got your shoes yet. You've not got the shoes that you kind of want. You want some... Chelsea boots. Chelsea or boots. Dr. Or, or Dr. Martin shoes. Or Dr. Martin shoes, yeah. vintage. So... Can I... Can I... Interject. Well... Go on, him. No, I was just going to say, like we, at the beginning, we mentioned that Honey's still with us. And obviously, a lot of kids have already started uni, so Honey's quite late in starting. Um, and it's been... It's been a weird feeling because we both said until we, like, we're kind of still in limbo because of that. Yeah. And I've been seeing lots of posts from parents that have been making me feel really sad because it's, uh, you know, I can remember if you listened back to the ones when we dropped Leo off, how upsetting it was for us. Well, Leo's, we were in Dubai and it was COVID and we had to do the thing the quarantine thing at your yeah. parents we did the whole series we did almost daily podcasts yeah very popular they were back then as well we had content back then a lot of tears from me but and it was emotional yeah and not for him he were like that <laughs> you two fuck off as soon as we got there um give me some money and fuck off <laughs> but yeah it's um it's been I've, I've seen the posts you know from parents saying like my son or daughter's been there for a couple of nights they already want to come back Dom home. Jolly did it the other day yeah end of the show Dom Jolly yeah and and parents saying it's it's almost like they're like a bereavement you know it's like that feeling and I said it last time nobody prepares you for that feeling and I, I've I've held it together quite well I think this time and there's been moments where I've I thought about honey going and then I, I have to like push it to the back of my mind and I, I guess in the way that we're not going back to Dubai so when I know we're not a flight away it, we're actually only you know an hour away. an hour on the train away so it's, it doesn't feel as bad but I have a really weird feeling you know like how it's going to make me feel because it's the house is going to feel so weird, like well, going from five to four to three. Yeah, is the house is going to feel really quiet? And Honey's such a big, I think, presence in the house as well. You know, she's she's a strong character. Yeah. So it is going to feel. Well, it's going to be very strange, isn't it? And I think it's going to be very strange for her because Honey's not one who goes out socialising a lot. In, even in Dubai, mm. she was with us a lot. Yeah, she spends a lot of Whereas time with Leo, us. Leo, for the last couple of years, he got a girlfriend. He was off fingering, you know. Bloody hell. He's, he was off on fingering expeditions most of the time. There he goes, another one. That guy was doing no hands and clapping along to his big stupid sound system. <laughs> but, yeah, Leo was off quite a bit. And he checked out. I would say Leo checked out before he even started his A-levels. Yeah. Whereas Honey... It's been only really the last couple of weeks. Can't get her out from under your feet. No, no, but I think for her, the, the last couple of weeks, she's seen all her friends at uni already. They've already all started. And I, she's ready to go now in that, you know, she's she's bored and I can understand that. And she's, you know, she met up with her new flatmates and she had a good time. Um, you, you know, so I think... I'm happy for her. I'm happy for like I think. Oh, I mean, gonna... I just I, I I'm not saying it like I want to get rid of her. I just can't wait for it to start for her, really. Yeah, no, it is. But it's been. I've some of the people that I've seen the post from have been people I know. Some have just been strangers. But every time I read one, I, I have that like little 
kick, yeah. kick in the yeah, heart because yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that feeling. So yeah, so so that's this weekend coming. And so what we did is because we've got a look, we've got a three bedroomed out in London, which is more than we expected and more than we could actually afford. But it's by no means massive, you know. Mm. And there's no storage in it, so we've got one of them things in garden that's a it's like a storage shed, looks like a chest freezer that sort of size. Yeah. And all her stuff's been in that. It's waterproof, so we've had her stuff in that. Then she's taken over the front room of the house and she's had all the stuff there. So yesterday, we got it all in the house. Yeah. To see how much there was. And I'm just like, that's not going to Picanto. <laughs> so we've already booked train tickets for you and the girls to go to, yeah. to where she's going to uni. But I've got to get all this stuff in the car and take it down there. And I'm like, we're going to need a roof rack. <laughs> There's no, no way it's going to. It'll squash in. These things so, always work. I think that, again, dads worry about stuff like that. So that's happening in four days' time. Yeah. Which is exciting. It is, it is, but but I'm, I'm not looking forward to it at the same time. Um, so we'll probably do a podcast this weekend with some feedback about that, mm. you know, and what that's like. Obviously, it won't, it will be intense for us, but it won't have the intenseness of Leo's because we, we were taking him from Dubai and we were going back, you know, we were going thousands and thousands of miles away. Well, yeah, and the reason we came back last time when we did it with Leo was for Leo, whereas this time... We're here. We've moved back. Betsy's gone to a new school. Honey's going to uni. So there's so much going on that... If you consider... If, 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 the, if trauma is an empty glass, yeah? Mm. Emotional life trauma is an empty glass. Yeah. Well, when Leo went... We'd had some trauma with COVID, you know, nearly killed us, one thing and another. And uh, so we, our, our trauma glass might have been half full and then Leo going pushed it up. Yeah. Well, our trauma glass is currently overflowing. <laughs> We've, we are, I know it doesn't sound like it in his podcast, but if you know as you'll know. The trauma glass is overflowing. I don't know if there's room for me to feel. So I'm a bit numb. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. And I think, like I said, it, it's I'm like... I'm going to miss her it's a hell like, of a lot. Yeah, obviously. But it's like we can't... We're almost like waiting for this part to happen so that then we can focus on us. As, and when I mean us, I mean us finding jobs and, you know, doing that stage of it. But we're going to have to hurry. We're going to go. We should finish on mentioning that we met up with some Dubai survivors. Yes. The other day, our friends, the Perkins. Yeah. Greg and Vic. So you've heard us talk about lots on this podcast. Um, Greg was a pilot out in Dubai. Does anybody do that out in Dubai, being pilots? <laughs> huh? Oh, I saw. Uh, go on. But we, we met. We met up with them. They live up north. Yeah. In the countryside. And, uh, we came down they, they to London, down London Town for Vicky's birthday. So we met for breakfast. They treat us to breakfast because they know how poor we are now. Yeah. Which is lovely of them. It's the first breakfast I've had in months. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was really nice, weren't it? But oh, it was really weird. Again, I felt really emotional. Yeah. And it's making me feel emotional now as I'm saying it. But like when, we, when they were, they'd arrived before us and as we were walking into the restaurant to see them, I... I welled up. I, I felt Quite weird. I felt really emotional seeing them, and then, you know, we, the time went really quickly, and you know, there's a lot, lot to catch up on, and for them as well, they've 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 gone through this whole weird experience of moving back yeah. to the UK, which 
Um, they're in a slightly different situation to what we're in. Yeah, they've got know. they've got decent jobs. We've got zero jobs. So that yeah, but they're not they're not turning to prostitution yet. They're no, in a slightly no, they're not situation. doing feet on OnlyFans. No, no. Um, but yeah, and then when we said goodbye to them, I felt quite emotional. Again, I did. and it I, went too quick, actually. Yeah, and it, it, it like. I don't know. I don't. I, it was the first time we've had to kind of say bye to people like that. Well, it's not. We, we said bye to Leo, but like I think because we've not seen them, and there was like we could say there was so much cash up on it. Was yeah, it was. Yeah. It was emotional. Do you know what we didn't mention? The boxes. No, I mean right. Well, just very quickly, the moving companies are both being a pair of bastards. Yeah. They're both denying any knowledge of it. We've still got no compensation. I'm thinking about writing. I'm going to get in touch with a couple of journalists I know at the National. I'm thinking about asking if I can write a piece about it. But we didn't mention the final celebrity we saw. We talked about Hackney, but we didn't say what happened. We didn't. We didn't. So Hackney is about 20 minutes, 25 minutes drive from our house in North London. And as we were driving back still within the, I would say, within the remit of Hackney. Yeah. We came up to a crossing. Yeah. And a couple of blokes started crossing in front of us. Swinging their Sainsbury's bags. Right. They were in flip-flops and shorts, mind yep. you. Yep. Not in suits. I put my brakes on and I just went, Laura, it's fucking head balls. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, that's fucking head balls. It was. That's head it balls. Was. He'd just been to Sainsbury's. I don't know what he'd bought, but he'd just been to Sainsbury's with him and his mate or him and somebody knows. Yeah. Yeah, just walking along. And I Googled it and... He's from you know what Ed Balls is famous for? I mean, he's a politician who did Strictly, but you know he's famous for Ed Balls Day on Twitter. You know about this? No. When He, he once went on Twitter. Oh, yes. When I, he first yeah, got on and just yeah. tweeted Ed Balls. He tweeted his own name. Yes, yes, of course. So now every year there's an Ed Balls Day. It's been a quiz question, hasn't it? Cause... I tweeted and I mentioned that I'd just nearly run him over. Yeah. And I atted him on X, as it's now known. And he didn't say anything. Did he not? But did some he not? celebrities are a bit slow with that sort of stuff. So... We'll leave it there. That is episode, I think, 169. 168-169. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in touch about anything, all the details are in the podcast description. I will be posting a picture of me in the yellow jacket sometime soon for my autumn chic pictures. But there's loads of pictures of what we're doing on Instagram as well. I'll just tell you what episode this is. Yeah, this is episode 168. Uh, we're off to get Betsy Pearl from school now. And uh, I hope it's not been too blowy. (laughs) Too windy. We'll see you next time, everybody. Love you lots. See you later. Bye. Bye. The end. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.